What up, baby? It's the DJ legend Molly Maul in the building. I don't care who first or who last. You need to shake that ass with the Mega Late Show, baby. You know what it is. Peace. Word. Mega Late Show, episode number 102, part two, side B. All of those things, number one hip hop and dub culture podcast. We are still here with the indelible Jansport J and Slim Jeff, manager and also MC extraordinaire. This part of the podcast, we talk about music and their music and other people's music and what we think is dope. And, and I like to even talk about shit that i don't think is dope so i'll I'll talk a lot of shit on this part of the podcast i'm gonna talk i might not have any shit to talk today but i definitely do that and i get tremendously messy whenever i want to Um, if you guys if if you guys want to hear a little bit more about their experiences here in tokyo and the travels go check out the last part we also get a little bit of a glimpse inside the mind of jansport j and the way that he goes about uh producing and getting into the mood and all those things i don't i don't remember i'm i'm in the moment right now but um before we actually share music i got a couple questions that i would like to ask you um regarding your music Mm -hmm. uh first like you've been releasing projects for a long time i think the oldest album on spotify is dated like 2012 right Mm -hmm. how do you think your sound has changed or evolved i think i've gotten um a little bit more precise with my sound um as far as sonically in the way that i want to present things i think i have a lot more control i think prior i don't want to say prior but earlier on i was having a lot more happy accidents and like finding my sound and you're always uh developing and evolving but i feel like i'm doing a lot more with intention and it's almost like you uh you start to master all of the you know all of your skills uh it's kind of like a basketball player once you look at kobe bryant over his career he started nailing that jumper he started uh getting his footwork together so by the time he hit 2009 2010 like he was surgical with it. right and i feel like that's where i'm starting to get in my career as far as i know what i want to do and what i want to create and what i even want to learn like okay i want to learn this sound i can go to these people to soak up game so Hmm. yeah what type of music equipment are you using to produce these days? I use the machine from Native Instruments. I've been on that since 2012. Uh, um, MK3? The MK3, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I MK3 and the micro as well. I just picked up one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my baby right there. Um, that one or the micro. But uh, I'm huge on machine. Like I said, since 2012, uh, that's been my go-to. And um, occasionally I'll work in my um, Pioneer DDJSR. Um, I did that with Pharaoh as far as just doing like kind of um, post edits and just scratching and repeaters and stuff like that. Just whatever I feel like doing. But those are my main two go tos. What about uh, your sampling sources? Do you sample strictly from vinyl or is there anything on the table? I go, honestly, I would say I go 90 10 YouTube, not YouTube, um, blog sources. Um, cause like I said, mentioned before my OCD, I can't just get one record. I need mm. the full album. So if I find it on YouTube, I'm going to go and get the whole album instead of just that one record. Um, but there are times when I go out and travel or if I'm working with another artist or if I'm over in DV's crates or something like that, uh, with my homie has solo, 
Uh, if I just want that certain sound, I'll pick it up from vinyl. Um, but I'm a big proponent of um, the soul is within you and the way you EQ stuff mm. and the feel that you give it. So I know that's one of those taboo things where people say you should only be sampling vinyl. If you can't tell what I sampled, then it really doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It doesn't so matter. The soul is in the man, not the machine. There was this uh, there's this book called uh, Making Beats by Joseph Slosh. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but it's in uh, it's like an ethnographic study, you know, ethnographic meaning like kicking it within a culture and finding out about it. So basically what he does throughout this book is um, interviews and talks to producers. And he first wrote the book. I want to say he started writing in the late 90s. So this is going to be indicative of a lot of the ethics and approaches to things that back then. But man, it's like production rules quote unquote rules have changed so much since then and he wrote a new forward um in the updated version of like 2012 and he was just talking about how how much it's changed but man back in the day like the roots like their musicality it's like oh man this is almost like not quite hip-hop because it doesn't have that hip-hop sound and it's like a lot of the rules that have been broken have only made shit doper you know what i mean it's like you're limited yeah. by the equipment that you use so if you use a sp1200 you got those little five second sample banks but now it's like the equipment and the availability of music is so wide and expansive to kind of limit yourself your it's heroes just, broke the rules yeah like mm -hmm. dilla and the roots connected because quest love was trying to figure out how his drum pocket was so sloppy what was so on point and this classically trained drummer is now learning from this dude that has an mpc says i want my drums to sound like his right. that's what it's about it's not about what whatever the fuck the rules are right. it's like no this is a special nigga i need to learn from him <laughs> right you know? right so yeah no doubt now uh like yo slim tell me a little bit about your music do you produce do you just are you an mc I'm an MC, um, <laughs> no production skills whatsoever, man. One of these days, you know, I want to sit down and um, teach myself how to make beats because I always got a million ideas mm -hmm. in my head. But, you know, I'm an MC, man, and I really, like, find my comfort uh, with the live band. And to be honest, like, I'm just now starting to, you know, catch the feeling of, like, doing shows with the DJ and stuff like that. The more I travel, um, the more I realize that I can't afford to bring my band. Band, right. So, you know, if I want to, like, rock the mic, I got to get up there with the DJ. So, you know, having Jansport, like, right next to me all the time uh, just makes it all work out, man. So it's low-key a blessing, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm learning a lot of things. Like, uh, you know, when I'm playing with the band, time is like not an issue you know i create the time right like i can make a song as long or as short as i want to i can look at this person in the crowd and be like oh hey she's wearing pink today that makes me feel this way so we want to play like this you know mm. and i love that you know i love to be able to control that aspect of performance but it's like when you running everything through electronics you know it's kind of like you you're on somebody else's time you're on the machine's right, time right. you know so i'm just getting used to that and figuring out how to make my art dope you know within that construct because uh sometimes it can feel constricting to me so it's not like oh i'm just rapping and like i'm getting on stage with my dj and we just rocking it's like man to be honest like i'm still learning you know i'm still learning that right. like aspect of performance for sure 
but yeah, I enjoy it though. Who are some of your biggest inspirations? Let's start with uh, let's let's start with MCs here, because MCs with live bands, like what comes to mind, of course, is going to be like the Roots, but there's like Breakestra, um, High Respects. There's a lot, cats. Who who are you fucking with? Um, you know, I'd probably say MC wise, one of the most influential MCs on me, uh, most deaf, definitely, uh, Ice Cube. You know, I got a blend of like West Coast G shit mixed with like that East Coast, you know, boom bap artistic vibe. So I get a lot of influences from everywhere, man. I grew up in a household that had a lot of books and a lot of vinyl. So, you know, a lot of jazz influences like George Duke. My aunt, she really, really loves George Duke, man. I really love George Duke. I love Herbie Hancock, you know. I love uh, Horace Tapscott. I like Lonnie Liston Smith. Mm. I like Sonny Rollins, you know, John Coltrane, of course. Like, all these type of people, like my moms and pops, were uh, really heavy on jazz. And they're from that, like, black power, black arts movement um, mm. era. And... You know, those are a lot of my influences. Lamert Park, man. Like, you know, I saw Herbie Hancock when I was 11 years old, like in Lamert mm. Park live at the world stage, you know, like little things like that. Billy Higgins, you know, was a friend of my dad's. And like, Word. so, you know. What did your parents do? Um, They were just like a, a part of that Lamert Park like movement. Okay. My mom was an independent filmmaker, part of the um, L.A. Rebellion film class at UCLA. So, you know, these are some of the um first young black filmmakers to start um taking control of the black narrative right. on screen you know so this yeah, is kind of like, like a generation before spike lee and bus driver's like dad also is like a big into movie industry he helped produce what was that what was that show um south central oh, okay what was okay. the name of that show you remember yeah, you know what i'm talking about fox they used yeah, to have yeah. like the it was like a knockoff version of the good life cafe yeah, on yeah, the show yeah, and yeah, cast yeah, like yeah, rifleman yeah, and shit would come right, up out there right, but right. yeah like bus driver's dad is also he also produced like um moesha mm-hmm. and the parkers mm-hmm. and uh crush groove Wow. So there was like uh, this really kind of high art black community working oh with him. I'm trying That's to think of the name. It's like Ralph Farquhar or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Farquhar is definitely the last name, but I think it's Ralph. I think you're right. Yeah, it's Ralph yeah. Reagan. Oh, that, I had no clue that was yeah. his dad. The Mer yeah. Park is the black arts hub, man. It's the heart and soul of the black arts community of Los Angeles, you know? Isn't it so crazy that this like artistic community of like avant-garde mm-hmm. hip-hop but also gangsta yeah. rap music scene was coming from like exposition and crenshaw you know what i mean For like sure like it, what's crazy about the and, and i love the good life man it's like you got like real like gangster type of 90s you know growing up in compton and watts cats out there who are just doing double time over jazz loops you know what i mean it's it's a real crazy artistic community and it's perfect crossroads man it's like you know you grow up like we have the street called degnan with all the black owned shops you know one small little street of all black owned shops um all types of like you know bookstores like homewares and things like that like artisans you know um, painters like all these people have like these little shops and then you go on vernon you know what i'm saying and you got like the 40 crips over there that you know keep <laughs> the neighborhood active sometimes right. but it's the intersection of like black arts and you know 
black gangster shit. Right. You know, so it's like both of those worlds like constantly like coexisting in the same place. And I feel like that's me, you know, like it's always like an intersection of, you know, arts um, and everyday struggle and stuff like that you know like the politics of america you know mixed in with the you know a place to express it and Mm -hmm. to try to rise above you know the situations that the politics put you in so it's just a very interesting place to grow up man i feel like we have a healthy balance of you know um knowledge yourself and all the other stuff right whereas like some of the other areas of la you know they tend to lean like a little bit heavier on like the gangster shit like right. more areas of south central like you know but lemur park is like a very special place where yeah. you get the best of both worlds and we get a lot of interesting artists that come out of there like Some you could have a, cats, a dom kennedy that comes out and just like a cool cat independent you know from lemur park not necessarily on the super pro black right. consciousness thing but then you can get freestyle fellowship you know that also right. like come from over there you know so it's like you get the best of both worlds growing up over there man and it really really makes for like uh interesting output of art you know yeah and it's a huge contrast to a lot of the things that were going on, on the east coast during the time too sure. just stylistically uh, in particular, the approach to like even the word freestyle, you know, oh, what yeah. I mean? like, oh, yeah, like, like my thoughts on freestyle and what I learned of what a freestyle was was much different than what cats were doing on freestyle tracks on clue tapes or for sure lantern. It's like if you're not getting open off of the dome with for immediacy, sure. then you are cheating for sure. You're, you're, you're not you're doing something wrong and you can't and all those ethics come you from, can't roll the project yeah. blowed outside in a in a freestyle battle with right. a written rhyme right. you know what i'm saying yeah. that's a no-no like, i mean you you're gonna lose anyway you <laughs> yeah know? you're gonna you're ac gonna alone anyway. out there eating yeah. lunch those bro. cats are crazy yeah man yeah. for those sure are, those are real like superhero type of personalities for me like i mean like Micah nine mm-hmm. and all those guys like bus drivers in my personal top five not sure. not saying He's objectively one of the best, but like personally, he's been one of my oh, favorites bus since crazy, like bro. ninety. And is is weird and not so accessible for people. But man, I've been on that kind of anti neoliberal bullshit, mm-hmm. a high black art for sure. Myself. You know my my um my dad is a uh, very militant five percent. You know that's where for Mega sure, comes from. Sure. Master quality got Allah, and so I kind of just fuck with that. You know, and I also fuck with Woo because you know there's the five percent tinge, but. You know, we had cats like Raskas, Raskas yeah, in, yeah. in the West mm-hmm. Coast. And I remember when people were saying that Raskas was like the West Coast Nas when, when Soul on Ice came out. Yep. What about you, Jay? Who are some of your favorite uh, MCs and inspirations? Oh, man, I'm all over the place with it. Um, Hove, Hove Forever, of course. Now, um, now, I just said my personal, but objectively, I think GOAT status, when you quantify all the shit, I think He's on both Jay lists for me. Oh yeah, personal. Oh yeah, oh the yeah. success, the ability, oh, yeah. the timeless man. Pound for on, pound, man. I'm the best to ever come around here, yeah. exclude nobody. Jay. Look what I embody. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. the one. Outside of that, I actually kind of I go back. Um, I mean, Biggie's not going too far back, but um, I say Hove, Big Nas. Of course, those are like the easy ones. Um, you mentioned Rakim earlier. Rakim, I'm a huge Kane fan. Big Daddy Kane, I feel like is incredible. Cool G rap. Um, I feel like there are certain little eras that rappers had where they could have been the greatest. Like my favorite rapper of all time 
I would say is mixtape Lupe Fiasco. Oh wow! I don't know if there's a better rapper on the planet than like mixtape era Lupe Fiasco. Um, I fuck with Lupe. Yeah, Can, I mean, yeah, I, I'll leave it at that. Kendrick Lamar. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of dope Phenomenal MCs. Cats. Yeah, a lot of. I mean, uh, like uh, you know, because because I do the podcast, like I try to keep up with you know modern modern mm-hmm. rappers and things of that nature and also it's i mean it's something i like to do because there's just so many dope cats but i'm I make a like a more concerted effort to find new cats that are bubbling and you know make sure i check them out and shit but to be honest with you you know i've been listening to hip-hop my whole entire life i started breaking when i was like 11 12 mm-hmm. years old so i've been hip-hop on some four element type of shit oh, yeah. on some dumb shit like for a whole minute but i really feel like right now we're in the middle of like a hip-hop golden age like a renaissance i uh, just think that no we, matter what you like for somebody sure. is doing that shit incredible and i sure. just i just hate that people aren't realizing it like you don't know that you're in the middle of greatness until it's gone mm-hmm. we have th- for as much as people want to complain about this era of music the top three that you want to name all can bar up whenever they need to yeah. and it's important for them to be able to do that yeah i don't know if we ever really had a time like that outside of when you had like mid nineties when you was looking right. at Big Hove Nas and Pac. I, I subscribe know. to the idea of like the three golden eras, right? Mm-hmm. And and I kind of picked this up from some some writers that I appreciate, like Dart Adams. So undoubtedly, yeah. nineteen eighty eight is the first golden era. Yeah. You know, that's 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 Kane, that's mm-hmm. Rakim, that's that's Koji Rap, Slick Rick, K R S, that is Marley Maul, that is Big uh, uh, public enemy, yeah. you know oh, yeah. that that is that is the first golden era. That's when it WA. switches, right? Yeah. And then you know there's that ninety, and I'll just to con- consolidate them to one, about late ninety two all the way to like ninety late ninety five. That mm-hmm. era of hip hop is crazy. You know you got the West Coast bubbling, Snoop, all these cats, Freestyle Fellowship starts mm-hmm. bubbling, uh, Tribe is bubbling, uh, Nas is bubbling. All these things are super dope. But after that. It's kind of like that was a pretty good year. That was a pretty good year, but never did it feel like a cohesive, super dope time, in my opinion. Yeah. Now feels like that for me. It like you you look at look at like any aspect of it, like what Earl's doing and what Mike is doing, and and um, all these young kids. to be honest with you, like people be looking at me like I'm crazy because they think I'm some old hip hop head when I'm like, oh, I like 21 Savage. <laughs> and they're like, why? I'm like, 21 Savage reminds me of Prodigy. Mm. Prodigy wow. didn't rhyme a lot of the time. He just said shit that was dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was just a, a, a an authenticity, a slowness, uh, his demeanor. That's why I like 21 Savage. I listen to him. I'm like, oh, it reminds me of Prodigy, but Southern Prodigy now well like sport always says man it's room for everybody and Mm -hmm. i think the one thing about hip-hop and why i feel like i usually end up like on the outskirts of it like as an mc is i'm not really like a big fan of like the competitive number one spot Mm. especially right now it's like it's something for everybody like you know whatever you like you can go find yeah. it, you know? And it's like hip-hop is like becoming this thing. Like we said, it's a global phenomenon now. It's not a regional competition, you right. know? So it's like just go find what you like. 
and not you don't have to pigeonhole yourself and pigeonhole us as a black culture to have one messiah or one person that has to have this number one spot you know i think it's an exercise in futility it's fun to do sometimes it's Mm -hmm. fun to be like yo is dell top five let me argue it's a good barbershop argument about him being top five west coast mc and i it's fun to do but it's a it's it's an exercise in futility there's like 45 years of hip-hop and people making all these tremendous impacts and, and and being the reason that somebody else dope came after like mm-hmm. if there was no tretch from naughty by nature then there's like no eminem no you know what i mean mm-hmm. exactly and it's like if it's like to put together a top 10 list it's like you got to put the first top 10 guys from like the 80s and in there you, you know what i mean what are you basing like, it off what, of too yeah like how do you quantify this so is if it you're saying ability yeah. is it if Nas is the greatest then what is rakim because rakim is the tree that right i mean that's where the, the tree that Nas comes from you right know? so it's like if, if if you want to move drake into the top 10 like where does that leave ll cool j you right. know what i mean and it's like I just I think it's it, it, it's it's a fun argument sometimes, and I got my personal idealized mm-hmm. objective top fives. But even that is kind of iffy, you know. I put I put Rockem in there because he's like an originator. I put you know Pac in there because the influence, and I put Jay in there because the longevity and success and ability. But you know, yeah. it don't mean shit. Yeah, it don't mean shit. But it's hope. It's Hove. <laughs> I, I think I'm glad that we could all come to a consensus here. It is it, it is Hove. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel you a thousand percent, but also it's Hove. Yeah, man, Hove is the guiding light, you know, yeah. and he's the guy that is defying the odds. Hove is like hip-hop's Rolling Stones, you know? Like, I hope Hove make music until he's like 80 years old. Well, if he if he puts out something like 444, I'm down oh, for yeah, it. Oh, yeah, man. 444 was the maturity that I would like to see from an artist his age. You for know, sure. it, was a, it was it was different. The The last time I really like Hove talking about, like, street shit is when he was playing a character on the American Gangster shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The, the, the American Gangster yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, that was a great I album. appreciate that because I don't really care to hear, like, a 38-year-old Hove who's so separated from the crack game but still talking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 444 was brilliant. But let me tell you something, man. Like, you get a lot of perspective from Hove, like, because you can see that no matter if he's selling crack or selling music, his business mind and his business genius and his marketing genius, like, has always been there. So even when I go back to listen to Reasonable Doubt, it's like I still find nuggets that I could apply Mm. to my life right now Mm. as a 36-year-old you know, manager as a 36-year-old man. And that's Hove in his, like, Dylan days, you know, fresh off of, like, moving powder and giving you all these gems. So it's like, I still find value in that. And it's like the same thing how we were talking about Sugar Free. It's like, you know, it's not like, it's just the glorification of pimping. It's the right. ups and downs, the right. good, bad, and the it's, ugly it's an, of it. It's, you an know? Au- it's an authentic look at it. For it sure. It's not contrived or, or forced or and that, uh, caricature. Not to cut you off, but that is what made the golden era so special because mm. you had authentic versions of right. like alternative takes on like you know being black in America right. and how do you respond to that? And such such biodiversity within the genre, like you had women MCs, comedy sure. MCs, pro-black militant, weird boombastic MCs, lyrical, miracle-type fun cats. There was fun fucking yep. rap shit. You go back and... You, this is a little fact that I just found out a couple days ago, but the the 
Tupac video for I Get Around. You know the director for that is the motherfucker that did Wedding Crashers. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. And the Dear Mama video. That's crazy. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, that is that's very crazy. Fun, <laughs> but, like, I don't know why I pulled that fact out, but word. Let me ask you one more question about Jay before I talk to y'all about producers really quick. Kingdom Come. What do you think about this album? I, I like a lot of joints I, off of it. I am biased because I went to uh, Hollywood Boulevard the day that the album came out and saw him perform on Jimmy Kimmel, and I was like front row. Oh shit! And he pointed at my rock sign. So I have a like, special connection. Yeah, I have like nice thoughts of that album. Uh, I I actually like a lot of the records on there. I don't know. Me too. Man. If it the flows, is... I think Jay is judged by his own work. And that's people will call something trash. That's just a uh, decent album. Listen, man, for the life of me, like I do not understand that argument and that diss of Kingdom Come, and I don't understand where it comes from. Cause I remember, like, when the album came out, you know, I must have been like in my twenties, like still having fun. Mm -hmm. But it was like it was the album that was like it was great if you were outside, you know, mm -hmm. like you was like in the clubs, you know, like out and about like being young and having fun and people kind of forget that like jay used to be like the person that was like the guidance for us yeah. youth you know he wasn't always like you know close to 50 years old like he used to be like the young fun right, guy right. too and that's why i love hove because he's had all these different stages of his career and i feel like he's mastered them all you know yeah, that's one of the best things about going to listen to hove is like every era is kind of a peek into the mind of him and a and it provides you with a weird intimacy with like where he's at in his life and you kind of sure. feel like i feel like as a jay fan i would never recommend that somebody hop if, if somebody's like yo where do i start with jay-z i wouldn't be like start on the blueprint three gift in the curse you know <laughs> uh, no, i feel yeah. like you have in order to have context of him as an artist you kind of got to go back for to the sure beginning. you know what i mean He's the so. blueprint for real, man. He's showing you like the evolution of yeah. being like a young artist. And even he said he, you know, came in the game a little older and more mature. But it's like you get whole from 26 yeah. all the way up until right now. Yeah. And he's mastered every level yeah. from the underground to the commercial to post-commercial to right. being a billionaire yeah. businessman and still writing rhymes and spitting. Right. It's like he's done everything at the highest level. Like he's yeah. been Drake. He's been Big L. Yeah. He's been been everything like yeah. he's through all the faces like he's been that guy yeah. and nobody to me in hip-hop yeah. has done that before like bigger Pac, unfortunately yeah. right. weren't around long enough to you know do all of those right. things hove is kind of like our one example that's been around from the roots right and that's still here right, right now right. and that's done it also on every level Pac so you gotta respect him. that right like you gotta respect that that's what i trip off of sometimes when you think about how long hove has been around yeah. There are Tupac disc records and right, <laughs> right. Tupac says Jay-Z's name. Pac has been gone for a long right. time. Yo, check this. I mean, this is so eloquent. Guess who's back? Since this is a new era, got a fresh new hat. Ten-year veteran. I've been said I've been through with this bullshit game, but I never can. I used to think rapping at 38 was ill. Well, last, last year alone, I crossed 38 mil. I know I ain't quite 38, but still. The flow so special, got a 38 feel. How real is that? 
I mean, I fuck with this album. I, I've just talked to so many people that was like, nah, that's not the one. That's not the one. And I'm just I, like, you know, you like know what? this was an internet conspiracy thing, man, because I did not feel this outside when that album came out. There's there's one thing that I did do. Um, like a couple months back, I went through Ho's whole catalog just listening to it all in a row. And I did notice when he came back, his delivery voice wasn't as confident. So I think some of that might like seep into it. Sure. But outside of that, he was still rapping, but it's like, okay, the bar like the bars are there, but he doesn't sound as like right. braggadocious on here. I'm I, I forget, but I feel like there was some type of situation that was going on in his life when he was releasing that album too that I think his come, nephew was just something killed. like that, his right? His nephew yeah. was killed and then like Emery was still stuck in there. He's supposed to come out early Word. or something like that. Okay. But all right, well shit. Still, a I good appreciate album. building with yeah. Jay, about Jay Z with y'all. You know what I mean. All praise due to Hove, man. <laughs> no, doubt, no doubt. Come on, man. What about producers though? Like, uh, who who who's on the Mount Rushmore for you? Who are some cats that you? Maybe even cats that are unheralded. You know, like what? A couple of my favorite producers from like the '90s, like Sean J. Period, mm-hmm. DJ Spinner. You know, I, LP is getting a lot of praise now because of Run mm-hmm. the Jewels. But I've been a big L fan for a long time. Um, of course, Mad Lib is just should be on everybody's man, shout top out the five, battle cat man word word yes. i mean like who who's who are some influences and who are just some general favorites i mean my mandatory mount rushmore is mad lib ninth wonder pete rock premier and jay Dilla. um outside of that the neptunes had a heavy influence on me jermaine dupree swiss beats um i always say easy moby uh, mm. Timbaland is the reason why I started making beats. Havoc. Um, who else? Easy Mo B, though. You, you know damn. who gets slept on that was a huge influence on me as well as Cut Chemist. Oh, Cut no Chemist doubt. Cut and Newmark from uh, oh. Jurassic 5. Yeah. Right, right. What's um, Club Legends? Battle Cat, Dilla's favorite producer and one of mine as well. Um, mm. Battle Cat, I feel like it's somebody that doesn't get the proper he deserves and i forgot how long he's been producing for like, sure he's battle cat got joints from like 91 92 like the he's bloods and crips a uh, joint album right oh yeah yeah, yeah. Banging, banging on wax, banging on wax. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, i picked that up from the swap meet yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the bootleg I'm trying, yeah. trying to think of some more like yeah. under the radar cats i mean there's there's r&b producers i feel like that should have some shine like brian michael cox uh dark child rockney jerkins um Babyface, Teddy Riley, and uh, I always miss, mess up their names. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. There we go. I've recently been on a super kick between uh, Teddy, Jimmy Jam, and Terry Lewis and Babyface because when I listened to them, I started picking out their sound from the 80s R&B. And I was like, oh, these three camps wrote all the songs. Right. And produced everything in the 80s. Yeah. It was like nobody else. Right. Maybe Kashif got a join or two in. But outside of that, like it was all them. So Dallas Austin is a name Dallas that's Austin, really, really dope yes. too that don't get mentioned enough. Like he had a big influence on like our childhood and like especially like those childhood gems we used to listen to, the TLC joints and uh, another mm-hmm. bad creation right. and yeah. stuff like that, you know? Like that and was yo, was another bad creation. <laughs> ABC, yeah. Damn. And new cats, I, I want to say uh Foise. I love Foise. I love um Foise from you... uh, Mutant Academy. Okay. They're coming up right now. They're crazy. I'll have to uh, check that out. Yeah, they got Foise, they got uh Grey Matter who's making some noise. He's been doing some stuff with Conway. Um I like K Solar. 
I okay, like so Villain Park. Yeah. Smoke, uh, smoke yeah. from Should, Villain Park. Y'all know um C Brown, DJ C Brown. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the homie. Yeah, that's that, yo, um, he's the one that put me on to uh to Villain Park. I wasn't oh, familiar man. until he came through and he told me all about him and shit. He was on the podcast like two or three years ago. Dope, or something. Dope. That's my man. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, he he put me on to Villain Park. Villain they just Park came out with something dope. uh just the other day or or last last year, the end of last year. Um, that recipe um, album. Yeah. Yeah, they had the city hot, man, when that came out. They they got yeah. support in the city, man. They're dope. They're dope. What about uh contemporary contemporary uh MCs? You guys I mean, besides your Kendricks and shit like that, is there anybody else? Well, West Side Gun. Grizel the Grizel the camp heavy, but stuff. West Side Gun is a favorite. Benny's a favorite. Um I've been bumping the Boldy James album a lot lately. Um who else MC wise? You fuck with uh, Mike or um, what is it? What is it like uh, Medani, Medhani, Mavi? Like I've heard Mavi before. Yeah, these cats, yeah. man, they do like this kind of like um, it's very contemporary hip hop shit, but it's also just like how do I say? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm playing fucking. Hold on, it's also. It's like uh, you you heard the new the new uh, Earl Sweatshirt joint, mm-hmm. like you know yeah. his new style. Yeah. Like Mike and them is kind of the first guys to start doing that, and they all have this kind of vibe of these offbeat, off time yeah, loops, slow like that's raps. Like, that's a lot of the the style that's coming out right now. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Maxo, I like him as yeah, well. Maxo. He's he's doing that. Yeah. Um, Navy blue, Navy Brazil. yeah. It's it's yeah. it's so interesting. Like I'll, I'll be honest, some of that stuff is hit or miss for me. But I appreciate so much yeah. that it's a new sound within this hip hop shit, yeah. and I never want to like exclude anybody from the culture. So whether you're doing the trap shit or you're doing you know that type of shit, I love it all because it's all within this hip hop culture. Right. It's all rap music, and it's stupid to like really try and segregate everybody. Just like respect what we all doing. So Word. Um, yeah, yeah and to... also respect the hustle of the young generation because like. I'm not going to lie, man. They work a lot harder than I think my generation did. They have the tools available, but the hustle is tremendous, man. Like to see these dudes really get after it and make a name for themselves and like get a bag for themselves, you know, and like they're not caught up in the respectability politics as much. They just out here doing it and and moving with the times. I feel that. Like it's... it's hard for me to hate on a cat like Lil Yachty just because I don't like his music. Mm-hmm. This kid was 19 years old yep. in a college dorm, and all of a sudden he's super famous, <laughs> and he managed to keep his head on to a degree that's, you know, not reckless. For I'm sure. fucking with, I'm for fucking sure. with Lil Yachty. And know? it's their time, man, you know? It's like times change, you know? And nah, I don't want to hear that shit. Four <laughs> element hip-hop. Yeah, I'm part, nah, I'm just four elements forever. <laughs> yeah, the, the youth will always win, so no matter what tattoo. happens, man. The youth right. will always win. What about, like, uh, I mean, Quelle Chris, one of my favorite cats oh, right now. Oh, man. Doubt, man. Did you hear that Quelle. new uh, Quelle Chris, Chris Keys joint? The, the sudden, video. Sudden I, death? I tweeted that out immediately when yeah, I saw it. I said, oh, this go. shit is crazy. The video concept is so simple, but... I, w- I wanted to start my album the next day I heard this. Yeah? It's a beautiful, beautiful... Certain songs, yeah, they, beautiful they do that for me. Quelle is just so dope, too, man. Like, there's a really interesting kind of whimsical, 
approach to his music that is like him. that's him yeah, as a it's person all him. he's and, a whimsical nigga yeah <laughs> man like cats like him open mic eagle open and like serengeti this kind of like whimsical personality like this kind of just like comfortable blackness i just really appreciate that yeah, shit you know what I mean? it's like back in the days like oh that's the weird cat but you know nowadays it's like yo that's the weird smart it's cat. like the homies like, from the, far side yeah. man like we all need a space you know like yeah. I, i'm not a gangster rapper from the west coast you right. know i'm an alternative rapper from right. the west coast but we all need that space to like tell our truth and be ourselves and you need open mic eagles Word. and far sides because you know we got something to say too you know word let's get into some of these musical shares then shit let me uh let me i guess i'll go ahead and start well hold on all right i'm not gonna do that one but yo this this um this old Quelle Chris sounds so different than a lot of his new shit, but still dope. All right, here we go. Okay, here we go. The joint that I'm actually going to play is by Milo, uh, formerly known as Milo. Now he goes by Rap Ferreira. Change his name, but this joint is just came out like yesterday called Leaving Hell. Solitudes crowded by isolation wandered wearily for several eternities gaining acclaim you know he's he's highly influenced by the west coast tradition of freestyle fellowship you know he was with hellfire club no can do and those cats for a while mm -hmm. before things went sour but he was a younger cat that's coming into that and just going back and listening to all these dudes and he's very artistic and poetic with this shit now it's like abstract experimental but i fuck with him i love it too man and the west coast spitters you know the mcs mcs like we need to get that credit on the right. West because we got real spitters, man. They be trying to leave Freestyle Fellowship out the history books. They don't know that Micah Nine is the greatest freestyler of all time. <laughs> For real, no, though. They trying to tell him, though. For real, though. He got a line on this is, that I think is real dope, and it's almost not even a rap. It's almost just like a uh, an, an anecdote, but it'll come up in a second. It's a short track. Now, this joint says that it's by him and the Jefferson Park Boys, and there's a musicality to the to the production. I'm wondering if it's live instrumentation. It definitely yeah. has that yeah. vibe. It sounds like home. Oh, I fucked that up. Hold on, let me go back. Red on the stall, on the wall. What's the purpose of life? If someone actually wrote back, it said to be the eyes, the ears, and consciousness of the creator of the universe. You fool. What do you think? That sounds like live instrumentation. Yeah, for sure, live drums. It's raw though. Sounds yeah. incredible, man. I'm curious why he changed his name. You know, he did so well on branding himself and establishing the Milo persona, but then he was just like, "This is holding me back." I need to change it. Sometimes you know what? people need new beginnings. Yeah, that's an artist thing, man. Because as a manager, I would have been like, Psh, right? Don't think about it. You know? I think it's. I think that type of thing has affected some artists, man. Like uh, Dose One from Anticon. Like mm -hmm. he was always with another group, always with a different name, and I think that kind of 
helped him out in some ways, maybe creatively, but also a lot of like even me as a fan, I was like, oh, I didn't know he was that. I yeah, didn't know he was bro. doing that. So you, it's, some, it's about practicality these days. Word. People want to search you real fast, man. Word. Who wants to go next? You want to go? Uh, next? Oh yeah, I'll go. Transport. Um, I'm gonna go with like some slow flow, but I just love this joint. So, um, like I mentioned before, Boldy James, he just put out a album with uh, Alchemist. And this is the intro called Caruth, which is pretty nuts. Why all those people crying? Alchemist is one of my top five double Yes, he's up there for me. The first joint I realized was him was the realist off of uh, Mob Deep Murder Music with Cool G Rap. I was like, damn. He's a master of minimalism, which is what I love. I used to get confused, choosing my battles wisely. I had to pick and choose. My friends came and went, but most of them was murder victims. Dead before 20, you caught a frame and had to serve a sentence. Free my nigga Raymond, realest nigga from the murder mint. Stood tall, hit a nigga for 1036. Is all he wanted to do was boil and spread the rock around. Bit my I dig the drumless aesthetic that's happening now, you know what I mean? Like, like thousand percent. I could not do this five, six years ago when I wanted to try and do it. Couldn't get Anybody rap on it. Niggas eating, getting fat, lace the mosquito dripping. Wishful thinking with the bag, we get the out of Detroit. Grew up in a hell that's why I think so twisted. When your wife be a rich bitch and make you tree hoes different, had to pay my respect. And take it likely to no threats. Take a nigga connect, kill him in blatant disrespect, erasing with a text. Pop up at your mother crib from the city where niggas get hit for shit that they brother did. Fuck a gig. My niggas out here gritting and up the strigs. Ain't have a fuck to give, but shit for now, it's just what it is. Grandma cussing me out. Quit running in and out the house. So I'll tell you a secret. I rarely listen to what no rappers are saying out, I on the first couple listens because I'm so production heavy. But immediately his voice it brings you in. You, you see me like I'm not even nodding my head. Yeah, I'm just, just like, like following. Yeah. I love hip hop music, man. Like you can't just do that. Like it seems like an impossible feat to just like express yourself with language this complex over like a track like this. Like the sample loop recontextualizes the feelings of the original tracks in such a strange mm -hmm. way. And the immediacy of it, man, like that, that was, that was dope. Church. Got, no drums, it. no ad yeah, just It's very just like, yo, like church rap. Wow, that was incredible. Who was that again? Boldy James. Boldy that album was called The Price of Tea in China with uh, Alchemist. Man, Alchemist. So did you hear the joint? Um, What is it? Fetty with uh, yeah, I was in currency? I was playing Fetty heavy until... Location Mad unknown? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was just crazy. Crazy. Yeah. That shit rings in my no, ears like a nightmare. I honestly, Alchemist is, uh, he's one of the blueprints for me that I look at as far as um, producer rapper projects, uh, putting out beat tapes, touring, tour DJ, and just doing what he does. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really respect that. And he remains low-key, but he still gets his recognition. So I've always looked Those up to Alchemist. Those know, man. Like, I feel like everybody that knows Alchemist put them on their top five. Yeah, and he's yeah. he's the big homie to yeah. a certain era of and people. Also, look at his range. Exactly. From, from Mob Deep to Dilated Peoples. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just working. Like, yeah, man. He did that, and then he's going to go on Jimmy Fallon tomorrow with Eminem. Crazy. As a DJ, you know what I'm Crazy. saying? Like, that's... Crazy. That's the yeah. right. He 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 really is a top five cat for me, man. 
Go ahead, Slim. All right, man. So I'm going to share uh, a joint produced by Jansport J, actually. Is it it's you? called uh No, it's called Mood Change. Okay. By, uh, produced by Jansport J, Hit Boy, and Thurs uh, from the Chauncey Hollis Project that's been coming out in installments. Um, this joint is incredible, oh, man. Oh, shit. Is it out? It's already out? Yeah, it's, it's out. Exclusive? Okay. I thought it was getting exclusive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey. Everybody wanna do the same thing. Trapping off a bean on a gang bang. Me and them don't play the same game. Car color look like when my mood changed. Looking like I'm happy. Guess I went through all the pain. What soda? All this pumping through my AO. been spilling over the lines of my notepad. No margins, no borders. Like fuck immigration. Tip my hat to my granny for bringing us to this nation. Even though it's fucked up. Preparation, opportunity, the only luck. Moving like the money and the music is my only love. I said my peace. Diamond slow dancing. Oh, no, dog. This is too crazy. This is dope. Please work with more producers, man. I love to hear MCs over oh, your work, yeah, dog. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the instrumentals is dope, but it's almost a it's, it creates a different aesthetic for your music when you got MCs over it. 100%. Got a bird's eye view on the shit, dog. I was grown for this shit, dog. Some fat road in the fifth for hand, dog. Gotta keep this shit jumping like the tip off. Everybody wanna do the same thing. Trapping off a bean on a gang bang. This is this is a, a beat that kind of ruins my day a little bit because I'll be hearing those piano fucking strikes all day just in my head just ringing yeah. over I told y'all how I was listening to that uh, Dell the Corner Story joint oh, yeah, yeah. that melody was just in my head tomorrow morning I'm gonna wake up and <laughs> yeah this is a joint man I don't believe in black leaders the only loans we get is bail money and care credit for procedures shit is this all samples or are you playing keys on this too uh it's a chopped up record mm. yeah I see, baby, baby, sounding out the phonics like I can't read, baby, baby. Go get a maid in the 80s, baby, baby. Let Who are these cats? Rapping? This is Thurs. Thurs, man. L.A. legend, man. Very yeah. early on, early on, like, this L.A., like, independent wave, man. Thurs and uh, then it's Hip Boy. Like, Hip Boy is a world-class producer. But, you know, Hip Boy low-key, man, is, like, one of my favorite rappers, man. I, I really love, I feel like he comes from that, that school of Nipsey Hustle, that spirit and nip where he's like giving you game in a easy to digest manner you know he's giving you bars but it's not so complicated you know right. it's like direct and i like that about like west coast mcs yeah. they're dope they sound incredible over this beat oh yeah rest in peace nip Rest in peace, Nip. And Kobe, dog. Damn. Rest in peace, Kobe. I was watching the uh, memorial service today. Some of the videos, man, they were showing Jordan up there crying. He was like, damn, y'all going to make another meme of me? Oh, yeah. This is what Kobe got me yeah. doing out here, I could, dog. I could only watch the uh, Jordan one. I, I didn't watch anything else. Yeah, that's the only one I watched, too. I'll eventually get to it. I remember going to Lakers games at the Forum. And it was like nine dollars to get up in there, dog. It was like I've never been to the Staples Center, but it would be nine dollars to get into the Forum. My aunt lived right down the street on Eighty Fourth and Budlong, so it was just like right there. Yeah, I go a lot, man. I Yo, go a lot. I love that track. I need to listen to it more often. Can you tell me the name of it one more time again? It's called Mood Change, produced by Jansport J. Uh, the rappers are Thurs, 
and Hit Boys from Hit Boys, the Chauncey Hollis project that's been dropping in installments of like three or four tracks that over shit. the past few months. That beat is crazy. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight because I'm going <laughs> to have to come in here and cut that's it out. Right. Word. But let me play this joint uh, right here. We coming to you hey. So, look, I was listening to this before I met you and realized that you are the Slim Jeff from this track. That right? is I. But this joint is by The Deli. And I'm not sure how to pronounce this. S-K. Okay. Westman. No, the name of the track, La Guinda. Oh, La Guinda. La Guinda. Yeah. Right. And, and Westman. But this came out, it looks like it came out on Cold Busted. Mm-hmm. I know um, I met Derek before, the, the cat that runs Cold mm-hmm. Busted and, and his wife, the lovely people. My homie D. Dallinger had one of his records come out on Cold Busted too. And of course, a couple cats out here like Pigeon Dust. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I want to say like Lynn Mori or maybe, yeah, a couple cats came out with albums through Cold Busted and it was dope. How did. How did this come together? And is this you rapping? That is me rapping, man. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Y'all know the vibes. Yeah. Um, me and SK, we've known each other uh, since I did my tour for Pharaoh a couple years ago. Um, and then I met Derek through him. Um, we talked about doing a potential project. It just didn't work at that time. But with me and SK's relationship um, and a desire just to travel, uh, both of us, uh, he brought up the idea of going to Spain to work on some music. And uh, we ended up going there and turned into a situation. He knew the deli. Uh, so we met through that and uh, pretty much all just went to, to Madrid, Spain to work on an album for a week for uh, Cold Bust, which will be coming out this uh, probably this summer. Uh, so uh, this specific session, we was all just like everything else. We was in the <laughs> in that living room, just right. yeah. passing around flash drives and just like all really? putting our our fill on each record. And Slim was there, had the the uh, studio set up in the living room. And this is dope, man. Yo, that it, it brings me joy to see y'all like just succeeding and and living. Like yo, to go to jam just Spain off the strength of. Off the strength of making music, that's yeah. that's amazing, man. Straight. Like you're really you're really living an incredible life, both of y'all. This, I appreciate this is super it, dope, man. man. Just, I'm, I'm happy to see it, and thank you for coming through and, and rocking with me. You know no doubt, mean? bro. Yeah. Thanks appreciate for having it. us, man. Yes. Yeah. Sir. Anytime you guys are in Tokyo, you know, let me know before y'all come out here. I'll try to see if I can get y'all some shows too. I know couple people out here but y'all already got like the dope infrastructure chili t is the man you know He's what i mean man. You shout out to chili t yeah but you know yeah. any help you guys need navigating the city i got you especially this area this is this is my my block 100 you know I mean? man we need all the through. love man we want to touch all the hands of yeah. japan man respect everything right. yeah i definitely um you know i definitely champion your guys music slim i'm not too familiar with your work but i need to get more of it you need to tell yeah, me yeah don't worry you're man. not on spotify and shit no nah, like, man you know, you know so i'm running a lot Bands, put some shit down on wax. Yeah, I, I've been getting a lot really of. Dope. I appreciate it, man. I've been getting a lot of uh, heat, you know, about not having enough music on streaming services. Um, but I'm changing that, man. You know, um, I'm out here working on some stuff right now in Japan. So, hopefully, you guys get that soon. Super dope. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and let this instrumental rock for a minute. But uh, another question about helping to support you. Before we go, and I want to play a round of the sound cipher. I'm gonna let you guys know what that is in a minute, but. Uh, for when people support you, man, what is the best way to do that? Is it buying the album from Bandcamp, buying a physical copy? Which do you feel is the most beneficial to you as an artist? 
My bad. There we go. We were saying we were talking about the best way to support. You. Yeah, the best way to support, uh, obviously, parts of the music, uh, Bandcamp, going straight to the uh, to the retailers or whatever. But more important than anything, really, to me, is speaking up on what you like. I think we're in the culture now with people. Um, we're always quick to talk about the shit that we don't like, and I think it's important if, to me, if you rock with my music. Tell two to three people or right. tell the homies about me. Put somebody up on it. Um, that's what's most important. So, yes, of course, purchase the music so niggas can pay their bills and all that kind no of doubt. stuff. But it grows when there's a spirit of discovery when you can put your friends up on it instead of, I know growing up, I didn't listen to a lot of underground music because of the mentality of fans because they were like, oh, you're not up on uh, cunning linguists. You're not up on... <laughs> You know, company flow, right, right. like, and I was like, no, I don't want to be up on that shit because y'all are nerds. Like the way you're talking about it, I'm cool. And then it took my best friend to play Jurassic Five for me to be like, yo, what is this quality sure. control? So um, I say all that to say, the most important thing that you can do outside of you know financially support the music is tell people and show up when I'm in your city. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we can leverage that to other people and say, hey. He has a base here. Word. Instead of a secret fan base, you know. Word, so. word. Well, you know, um, we do this musical share every episode. And so when I got cats that are really dope to come out, I like to champion them. So you guys keep paying attention. I'll keep you guys posted on when the new Jansport J and when the new Slim Jeff joints drop, because I do that. I like to do that. And by the way, Jay, have you heard this new Cunning Linguist album? <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> no, I'm strict. I haven't, I haven't heard. I haven't heard no new shit. My bad. No, but uh, one thing I want to do is, uh, is uh, my homie has this card game, and he's a sponsor of the show. We're just working out some of the details to get the codes and everything like that. But you guys heard him on his episode. My my homie uh, Herb. Uh, the Urban Aristocrat has these card games. He has an open format game with all music genres, I think an R&B one, and then he has the hip-hop one. And basically what the game is is a series of cards, I think 80 cards, and each card is assigned a point value. And each card, what you're supposed to do is to have your phones plugged in or you know television or whatever, Apple TV, and there's a category. And so I'm going to pick off just one card, and what I'd like us to do is to try to play this, right? Okay. And we're not going to do it exactly the right way because more or less it's just a musical share for moment for us but here goes a card the best def jam records play the best def jam song any era time period oh, wow. using the same artist is okay so we got 30 seconds to pick a def jam Wait, you say using song. the same artist oh as... you can you so if i pick like oh, dmx you could okay, do dmx got you. Oh, got all right you. okay I don't like the word best, but I'm going to try to hit y'all with a Def Jam joint. Hold on. Give me a second. So think about yours, and then we'll plug in your phones. You kind of already. All right. I'll, I'll think of another one. This is just one that came to mind. It is uh, a remix. It is the Pete Rock remix of Shut Him Down by Public Enemy. These horns just ring in my ears. Like, Pete Rock is one of the few remix artists who succeeds in making the remix doper than the original track. I think he has a pretty good history of doing that, and I think this is another example. I remember I first heard this track off of the 
the Def Jam like ten year anniversary album or something. Mm-hmm. It had this and it had the dope version of uh, Red and Meth's How High, but it was the uh, the version with the female vocalist that said Up Up to the Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is the best version of How High. And uh, yo, but but these horns just So this card is for four points. Who wants to go next? Hmm. Who do we got? Oh, let me let me turn you on. I think, plug in. Yeah, let Jan Spark go. Hold on. Okay, let him plug Wait, in. I'm making sure I'm referencing the right one. Okay. All right, I'm going to come down on the volume. Here we go. Uh, I'm torn between two. I'm just... The 30 seconds is up. Don't cheat. Okay, I'm going to just play this one. Oh, okay. I mean, if we talking Def Jam, it has to be LL. I already acquiesced that I've lost to you at least. What you got, Slim? Man, you know, it's like a couple of joints that I, that I what's, really... What's crazy is that there's multiple eras. We've yeah. already... Hit, these are two different eras, Yeah, I think. What is this, like 80, 87? 86 and this is the one that really set it off or was it bad no it was this joint it was this yeah, yeah. This like this really is like the off. one that changed everything yeah. you have the adapter is uh, you got an iphone joint I got an iPhone, okay okay yeah. my bad yeah, let me, uh, this is a joint uh, that I'll probably will play on repeat a million times for the rest of my life, man. This is, uh, uh do I, do I give the name and title? Yeah, go ahead, okay. play. You can, you can do that. Uh, okay, this is, this is, uh, hold on one second. Y'all, y'all gonna get hype when I play this. I can't type today. Feel like you could probably go with like a DMX track, and it's going to be like turn up joint. People are like, oh, okay. I'm nah, going to say nah. what my runners up are after this. I'm going to make sure. Okay. He's I got that. one for y'all. Two. Here we go. Get at me, dog. Classic. Oh joint. my god. <laughs> oh my god. Song right was like two minutes. The, the intro. Does Pinocchio <laughs> have wooden balls? <laughs> Yeah, this is. You know what track I really love off of this joint? I was listening to the other day is uh, "Mad Crew." Ah, okay, okay. Real kind of minimal. Yeah, this though. album was dope. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Rockwaller. Shout out Rockwaller. Yeah, no Yo, Red and Meth still got it too. Still, still got, got it. Easy. Oh man. I would say that meth has actually gotten better. You know, meth hasn't cursed in a rap in like six years. That's crazy. He made, he was like, yo, can I do it? And he just doesn't curse in raps anymore. That's dope. All right. I'm torn between who wins, but I feel like I lost. So what do you think? 
Your track is dope. Uh, what do you think? The Rockweiler might be like the most representative of a certain era too. Yeah. It's like what sounds like it's it's different because if you go to like the hip hop party, they hit differently. You know. But what I'm not I mean? gonna lie, it's hard to deny LL Cool J. I feel like just he should get it off of the strength. Is like that's like the the beginning. Oh yeah, of Def yeah, Jam. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. All right, my Four runners points. up were Peter Piper and. Um, it was actually DMX to get at yeah. me, dog. So I'm that's glad what I was say thinking. that. I, I was thinking. I was DMX. like, maybe that's too. No, nah, that's a joint. That's a that's shout out joint. to Red Man, dog. Yeah, He's still nasty. Still Yo, you saw filthy. the smack the shit out you video. <laughs> Yo, that new shit is tight. But um, yeah, so this game is called the Sound Cipher, and you can find it on the SoundCipher.com. I think. Um, you hit me up if you want to buy copies of it, man, because it's really fun. There's all types of different cards and examples. It's a dope game to get together with your music homies and talk shit. I'm going to talk to Herb about some other, maybe like a hip hop heads type of joint with mm-hmm. a little bit more like best. I don't know. We'll remix. I don't know. But yeah, it's super dope. So get at us, man. Um, I want to thank both of y'all for coming through today. No doubt. Uh, in this late evening. I know y'all on a different time schedule right now and it's already mid after midnight so let's go ahead and get out of here hit us with your social media information one more time please the best remix was actually Big's verse on uh, all about the benjamins when the beat switches but um you can find me on social media at jansport j twitter instagram facebook all of that and you can find me on instagram at slim jeff and uh you can find uh, my one project I'm proud of is called Better Late Than Never, a uh, mixtape I put out in 2014 on SlimJeff.com. Word. Uh-huh. Let's get that Biggie verse. Mega Late Show, episode 102. Biggie does not have a bad verse. No. Not, a, not one. Yo, that's a uh, uh, Jackson 5 sample, yes, right? Sir. That shit is yes. so hot. But word, Mega Late Show, episode 102. Uh, the incredible Jansport J and the Peace. incredible Slim Jeff. Uh, look to hear more from them in the future. And next time they come back to Japan, I'm going to try to drag their asses back onto the podcast. Peace to Dawn. Peace. Peace, Japan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody wanna do the same thing. Trapping off a bean on a gang bang. Me and them don't play the same game. Car color look like when my mood changed. Looking like I'm happy. Guess I went through all the pain. What sorta? All this pumping through my AO. That been spilling open the lines in my notepad. No margins, no borders. Like fuck immigration. Tip my hat to my granny for bringing us to this nation. Even though it's fucked up. Preparation, opportunity, the only love. Moving like the money in the music is my only love. I said my peace. Diamond slow dancing all in my piece. Sinners club vans 500 a piece. Got two pairs just in case one crease. Can't believe niggas, they need more people. You only tilt the world towards good or towards evil. Helped a lot of niggas eat, I sleep peaceful. Chopping shit up like a Kill Bill sequel. Got a bird's eye view on the shit, dawg.
I was grown for this shit, dawg. Some fat road in the fifth of hand, dawg. Gotta keep this shit jumping like the tip off. Everybody wanna do the same thing. Trapping off a bean on their gang bang. Me and them don't play the same game. Car color look like when my mood changed. Looking like I'm happy. Guess I went through all the pain. What sorta? All this pumping through my aorta. Been spilling over the lines in my notepad. No margins, no borders. Like fuck immigration. Tip my hat to my granny for bringing us to this nation. Even with my palm up, they can't read us. In the suburb. I swear to God I might scare white Jesus And I don't believe in black leaders The only loans we get is bail money And care credit for procedures Shit, you might have to put the house up Unless you got white bread That's more than the cold cushion Hold it, everybody, I need the cheese, baby, baby Letters from the deck collectors, all I see, baby, baby Sounding out the phonics like I can't read, baby, baby Go get a maid in the 80s, baby, baby Left the bullshit in the rear view Escape the prison of my mental Looking with my God, giving gift proof Still got room to improve I don't hold beats, I gotta bill you Keep it a buck, we should get the most honest When they count you out, you gotta go harder But come what may, at least we did the groundwork. Before the foreigns, I bought my mama house first. Rap niggas having random outbursts. I'm trying to see which power to count first. Took the high road on a lot of shit. In the spur of the moment, like Popovich, I seen a lot switch. Stayed the same. I do this daily, I can't complain. Watch shit close, the evils come in many forms. Nothing in this life surprises me anymore. Everybody wanna do the same thing. Trapping off a bean on their gang bang. Me and them don't play the same game. Car color look like when my mood changed. Looking like I'm happy, guess I went through all the pain. What sorta? All this pumping through my aorta. Been spilling over the lines in my notepad. No margins, no borders. Like fuck immigration. Tip my hat to my granny for bringing us to this nation. Watch out for the double crust. Teardrops and closed cast. battles wisely i had to pick and choose my friends came and went but most of them was murder victims dead before 20 and caught a frame and had to serve a sentence free my nigga raymond realest nigga from the murder mint stood tall hit a nigga for 1036s all he wanted to do was boil and spread the rock around build my foundation on solid ground always in and out of town waking up out of my sleep to them chopper rounds sticking the glico calico vision me and nico off the clico we got three hoes kissing niggas eating Getting fat laced the mosquito dripping. Wishful thinking with the bag, we get them kilos missing. Grew up in a hell hole, that's why I think so twisted. When your wife be a rich bitch, it make you tree hoes different. Had to pay my respect. Ain't taking likely to no threats. Take a nigga connect. Kill him in blatant disrespect. Erasing with a text. Pop up at your mother crib. From the city where niggas get hit. For shit that they brother did. Fuck a gig. My niggas out here gritting and up in strings. Ain't have a fuck to give. But shit for now, that's just what it is. Grandma cussing me out. 
Quit running in and out the house, what's all the fuss about? It's either cut me in or cut it out. And grew up with no silver spoon, we had to thug it out. I hit a half a slab in my room, just waiting for the drought. That money come and go, but who gon' be there when it's gone? When you was off your square, but I bet they was there when it was on. The moment all your talk is gone, no minutes on your phone. God bless the child who hold his own, that shit hit close to home. When everything you ever loved, you lost to the gun from all that you done done. But down the line, that could cost you a son. Solitudes crowded by isolation Wandered wearily for several eternities Gaining acclaim, using fake names Vanishing by sunrise Committing to the wisdom of the unwise In buildings where if I wasn't a performer They wouldn't let me pass the foyer Here I am pulling spectacles for the uninitiated voyeurs But being piss poor corrupted the discourse As power functions on a sliding scale So you might as well, so you might as well You know what I'm saying? And that's when I knew I'd find Black Orpheus, Kepler octahedron, happy recent, eyes bugging like Jackie Gleason, the witness true wonder, that's the reason, that's the reason, one time I was doodling at a gas station and I read on the stall, you know, on the wall, what's the purpose of life, and someone had actually wrote back, it said, to be the eyes, the ears, and consciousness of the creator of the universe, you fool, I read on the stall, you know, on the wall, what's the purpose of life, and someone had actually wrote back, it said, to be the eyes, the ears, and consciousness of the creator of the universe, you fool. Thank you. 